Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. home i wanted to dress up amen for for you guys amen as well as well as my my lord and savior amen because this is how i would dress if it was easter in our church amen so it doesn't stop amen we're going to celebrate and have a good time amen can somebody say thank you jesus praise the lord hallelujah so happy resurrection sunday to everybody that's out there today i'm declaring victory sunday come on somebody type in victory sunday I'm declaring Victory Sunday today. On Good Friday, uh, this past Friday, we came together in remembrance of what Christ did for us on the cross, and we had communion, amen, remembering the broken body and the blood that was spilled uh, for you and I. And today, I want to minister on the one thing that truly sets us free and sets us apart, the one thing that gives you and I eternal life and that uh, without this one thing church uh, we still be lost we still be blind and we still be bound so today i want to minister on that one thing if it wasn't for the blood come on somebody if it wasn't for the blood if it wasn't for the blood amen all this would not be possible today but thank god for the blood of jesus amen and so i want to talk about the blood of jesus today and so before I get into the Word of God, let's pray, church. Let's ask God to come, ask the Holy Spirit to come into our living rooms right now as we get ready to receive the Word of God on this Resurrection Sunday and be reminded of everything that Christ done for us, amen, in the glorious day that we celebrate today, Victory Sunday, amen. So let's pray. Father, I just thank you once again, Father, for bringing us together. And I know, Father, that this is going to be the greatest Father, church attendance that the world has ever seen, Father. All over this air, where every speaker, Lord, every church, Father, every pastor out there, Lord, I pray blessings upon their message as they minister the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world. And Father, we thank you that families and friends and co-workers are tapped into us, Father God, that they can hear the message from their own home, Father God. And so we take this opportunity to go to every living room that taps in through every every online streaming, Father God, throughout this nation, other churches, Father, that they will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ more than ever before, Father. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that you would come. And so, Holy Spirit, right now, I invite you to every living room right now. Move and touch their hearts. Prepare their hearts, my Lord. And those that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say, that they would hear the voice behind the voice, Father God, And Holy Spirit, we thank you for being here once again. And we give you all the glory, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you that you rose from the grave to give us victory today. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone out there, say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord some praise out there. Come on, I can't hear you guys. Come on, give the Lord some praise. If it wasn't for the blood, hallelujah. I want to talk about the blood of Jesus because if it wasn't for the blood, amen, we would be lost and on our way to hell. And because he laid down his life willingly, willingly, church, 
Not my will, remember, but thy will be done. I have a question for you. Did you stop by the garden this morning? Come on, did you stop by the garden this morning? Something that we all need to do, but in John chapter 10, verse 18, it says, No one can take my life from me. I have sacrificed it voluntarily, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to, and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. Come on, we were lost, amen, uh, but now we were found, amen. Uh, come on, uh, we were blind and now we see, church. Come on, uh, we were bound, uh, but Jesus came and set us free, amen, because of the blood of Jesus. You see, we're here today not to celebrate the Easter bunny. Come on, we're not here to find Easter eggs or hidden eggs or eat some Easter candy, amen. And there's nothing wrong with that, church. Plus, we can't do it, hallelujah. But you know what? We're here today to celebrate the love of a father. A father that so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. That he, he shed his, cross, his, his uh, blood on the cross of Calvary to set us free and declare us. Listen, church. Forgiven. Come on. Somebody say yes. Come on. We've been forgiven. Hallelujah. And we are here today because on Friday, Jesus was convicted of a crime that he did not commit. He was framed. He was beaten, spit upon, kicked, mocked, whipped, punched in the face, slapped. A crown of thorns was placed on his head. Come on. Uh, he was nailed to a cross and he was pierced with a sword. All that happened on Friday. But today, come on somebody, today is Victory Sunday, hallelujah. Come on, today he rose from the grave, amen. Today, amen, the, the stone rolled away, amen. Jesus got up, hallelujah. All that happened, amen, on Friday, but today uh, we serve a risen God. Can somebody type in, yes, hallelujah. Put that in capital letters, hallelujah. He resurrected. He took back the, the, the keys to hell, death, and the grave. Come on, and I'm here to tell you today that he rose again. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive and he's well, church. And today we celebrate what Christ has done on the cross and what he's done for all of mankind. You see, ever since Adam and Eve fell in the garden, it brought separation between us and God. And so God had a backup plan. How I many thank God for the backup plan? Hallelujah. He had a backup plan to send his son, Jesus Christ, to bring us back into union with him. In John 3, 16 and 17, it says, For God so loved the world, so loved you, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the world, through him, he, we might be saved, church. Christ Jesus had to pay a heavy price for our sins. Come on, somebody type in my sins. Jesus came to pay off our debt. He came to clear our, our names. He came to have our charges dropped, amen. Our crime has been deleted from the system, amen. We were declared guilty, but through the blood of Jesus, we are forgiven. Come on, somebody. Lord, you see, the fine church was too high to be paid in money, too high to be paid in community service, too high to be paid in jail time. The only way that he 
speaking of Jesus, could pay off this debt for mankind, pay off uh, the, the forgiveness of sin, amen, for the entire world was through the blood. Jesus had to pay it with his very own life. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, 22, that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Listen, the blood is the key to life. How many know that we need blood to live? Can somebody say amen? Come on, or I agree. See, in order for our sins to be forgiven, there had to be a shedding of blood. A sacrifice had to be made. And I'm here to talk about the blood of Jesus. If it wasn't for the blood. A sacrifice was needed, church. In the Old Testament days, Jesus, before Jesus came, uh, people would build altars. And the Lord would bring a sacrifice. They would bring a sacrifice to the Lord for the forgiveness. Amen. There had to be a shedding of blood. Remember, the blood is the key to life. The blood is the key to forgiveness. In Exodus chapter 30, verse 10, it says this, Once a year, Aaron must purify the altar by smearing its horns with blood from the offering made to purify the people from their sins. This was their regular annual event from generation to generation. For this is what the Lord's, this is the Lord's most holy altar. This atonement is reconciling mankind with God through sacrifice. Amen. So a sacrifice was needed. A lamb or a goat without spot or blemish was needed for the forgiveness of sin. In Exodus 12 verse 5 it says this, the animal that you select must be one year old, either a sheep or a goat with no defects. But I'm here to let you know also that the blood protects. It protects you and I from sin and evil. It protected the Israelites in Egypt when the plague of the firstborn was released. In Exodus chapter 12 verse 13 it says, But the blood on your doorposts will serve as a sign. Marking that your homes where you st are staying, somebody stop and stay home, hallelujah. Come on, when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and this plague, uh, this plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt, or strike the land of Las Vegas, or strike anywhere around the world, church. Come on, somebody. Ezekiel chapter 45, 18-20 says this, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, In the first month on the first day, you are to take a young bull without defect and purify the sanctuary. The priest is to take some of the blood of sin offering and put it on the doorposts of the temple, on the four corners of the upper edge of the altar, and on the gateposts of the inner court. You are to do the same on the seventh day of the month. For anyone who sins unintentionally or through ignorance, you are to make an atonement for the temple. The blood protects the temple. It protected the temple church, and so the relationship would be open to God. So the blood is the key to forgiveness. The blood forgives, and the blood protects, if it wasn't for the blood. See, Jesus came to be the final sacrifice. God loved us so much. God loved you that he sent his son, Jesus, he sent his son, Jesus, to pay off our debts of our sins, church. The way that we can be reconciled with the Father was through the Son. 
And he did it with the shedding of his blood. Remember, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. If it wasn't for the blood. A heavy price had to be paid, church. And he paid it for all, all mankind. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8 through 11, it says this, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from, God, uh, from, from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through him uh, through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Hallelujah. Come on. The blood forgives, the blood protects, and the blood church brings us back into friendship with God. Jesus brought down the wall that was between us and God. Sin stood in the way, church. Amen. We no longer need to go through the rituals to speak to a father, to the Father. We no longer need to go to, into a booth to speak to a priest. Amen. Jesus is our mediator. Because what he's done on the cross, we have direct access to the Father. Come on. We have been reconciled with the Father. The veil today, church, has been torn. Come on, somebody. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 said, For there is one God, one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. In verse 6 it says, Who gave himself as a ransom for all people. The blood reconciles us back to the Father Church, if it wasn't for the blood. Jesus was the final sacrifice of atonement. We have the righteousness through faith in Christ Jesus. We have all sinned. Come on, church. We've all fallen short of God's glory, and but we have been justified, listen, by grace through faith, by the redemption that came by the way of Christ Jesus. Come on, it was grace through faith. Faith, church, uh, come on. God has redeemed us, amen. Romans chapter 3, verse 25 says this, For God predestined Jesus as a sacrifice of sin, uh, an atonement. People were made right with God when they believed that Jesus Christ sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. The sacrifice shows that God was being fair. Listen, when he held back, it did not punish those who sin in times past. Come on, aren't you glad that he held back? Come on, aren't you glad that he, he held back the punishment? Uh, he held back what we deserve, amen? Aren't you glad that he says, I'm going to hold back, amen, because of my son? You see, Jesus, you got to understand that God is angry at the sinner. The sinner rebels against God, cutting themselves from, the, from his life-giving power. Jesus died in our place. Somebody type in my place. He died for our, in our place for our sins, church. And God accepted Christ's death. He accepted the shedding of his blood for us to declare us, listen, church, forgiven. Hallelujah. He paid the penalty of death for our sins, which completely satisfies God's demands. Christ's sacrifice brings pardon. Christ's sacrifice brings deliverance and it brings freedom. Listen, it sets the captive free, and it brings forgiveness, church. Hallelujah. You have to understand 
that God that we serve is not a bloodthirsty God. Let's clear that up. Come on, we don't, I don't picture God in heaven saying, you know what, I want some blood for your sins. Hallelujah. All right, I don't think that's our God, amen. I think that's us. Come on. We want people to pay when they do something to us. Can somebody say amen? Come on. We want blood. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Let's be for real, for real. Come on. You want somebody, you want somebody's eyes poked out. Come on. You want some, you want a broken arm. Or, come on. We want blood when they do something wrong to us. Don't look all innocent in your homes right now. Hallelujah. But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God, we needed blood. You got to understand, church. There is no greater symbol of life than blood. Blood is needed to keep us alive. Blood was needed for our forgiveness. Blood was needed to give us life, amen, because we were dead in our sins and, and on our way to hell, but thank God that God sent Jesus. Come on, somebody say amen, hallelujah. Come on, that's why we have blood drives and blood banks, because blood brings life. Jesus shed his blood to give us life. His blood forgives us of our sins so that we won't have to experience spiritual death, experience eternal separation from God. Jesus is the source of life, not death. He gave his own life to pay off the penalty of sin so that you and I will live. Come on, somebody. After the shedding of his blood that he had for us, Christ rose on the third day. Come on, somebody type in third day. Come on, rose from the third day from the grave. He got up, amen, the stone rolled, amen. He, he rose, amen, uh, and he proclaimed victory uh, over sin, death, and the grave church. If it wasn't for the blood, we would still be separated from the Father. Jesus was the new covenant that through his blood a covenant was made. People under the old covenant, those that live before Christ, amen, can only approach God through a priest and an animal sacrifice. But now everyone, come on, somebody say me, come on, everyone can come directly to the Father through faith. Because Jesus' death made, it, uh, made us acceptable in God's eyes. In Jeremiah 31, 31, it says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, where I make a new covenant, with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Matthew chapter 26, 28 says this, For this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It was poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. The old covenant was a shadow over the new covenant, pointing to the day when Jesus Christ himself would be the final and ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Rather than an unblemished lamb slain on the altar, the perfect lamb of God was slain on the cross. A sinless sacrifice so that our sins, say my sins, come on, our sins could be forgiven once and for all. Amen. Come on, somebody. All who believe in Christ, let me tell you, receives that forgiveness. First yes. Peter chapter 2, 19 to 20 says this, it was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as a ransom long before the world began, and now in these last days have been revealed for your sake. See, it wasn't easy for Jesus. Come on, he knew what lied ahead. 
though he was God in spirit, come on, Christ on the inside of him, but also the flesh, the Jesus on the outside would feel the pain. He felt the hits to the face. He felt the crown of thorns on his head. Come on. He felt the kicks to his body. He felt all the whips that he took for you and I on his back. Amen. He felt the insults, church. He felt the spit upon his face. The struggle of carrying the cross all the way up that hill, church. He felt the nails being driven through his hands and feet. Amen. He felt the weight of his flesh. Amen. As they raised him on that cross. Jesus saw all that ahead of him, church. And that's why he stopped at the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed. Did you stop at your garden this morning, church? Come on. And he prayed in Matthew 26, 39. Father, if it's possible, may this cup of suffering be taken from me. Come on. You see, the Christ inside of him was all in for it. I'm in. Let's do this. But the Jesus on the outside... He had second thoughts. Like I said before, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. And I'm here to let you know, church, that the one thing that messes up the devil every single time is the blood of Jesus. Amen. Come on, somebody. at your door knocking amen anytime he's messing with your children anytime your marriage is being messed with your finances are being messed come on plead the blood of Jesus over those things and watch what the devil does he has to flee like a little scared little dog hallelujah praise the Lord come on come on bring out the blood of Jesus every single time and watch what God does for us church can somebody type in amen Hebrews chapter 10, 10 says, And by that will, we, say I, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Ephesians chapter 1, 7 says this, In him, speaking of Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's amazing grace. Hallelujah. Come on, how many know that we're saved by grace? Come on, he's so rich in grace, amen. He covers us. No, despite of what, you, what you've done in your life, God's grace covers you. Can somebody say yes? Hallelujah. His death points out wonderful truths of redemption and forgiveness. Redemption was a price that had to be paid for us to gain freedom, church. Through his death, Jesus paid the price to release us from the slavery and the bondage of sin. Come on. Forgiveness was granted in the Old Testament through the shedding of animal blood. But now we are forgiven on the shedding of Jesus' blood as the perfect and final sacrifice. Come on, church. What he did on that cross for you and I. What he did for us on that Friday night. Uh, what he did for us when he shed all his blood for us. Uh, when he breathed his last breath. When he said, it was finished. I'm telling you today. It was finished. That's all that was needed for you and I to be reconciled back to the Father through Jesus Christ's blood when he said it was finished, church. But this third day seals it all. Come on, somebody. 
This third day is what we're talking about. This, this third day, man, is the exciting part. This third day, uh, we can celebrate. This third day uh, is why I'm claiming uh, Victory Sunday, church. Uh, come on, this third day, come on. Uh, this virus, uh, whatever's going on in our world right now, this third day, Jesus rose from the dead, amen. Uh, he came out of the grave, uh, came out of that tomb, amen, to say you are forgiven. Uh, come on, you can have life, amen. Uh, you were dead, but now I bring life. Uh, you were lost, but now you're found. You were blind, but now you see. Amen. You were bound, but Jesus came to set us all free. Come on. Hallelujah. Lord, it was the blood of Jesus, church. Without the blood, if it wasn't for the blood, come on, we all be lost. If it wasn't for the blood, church, I wouldn't be here right now in front of this camera. If it wasn't for the blood, I wouldn't be even in Las Vegas. Hallelujah. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on, PCLB. Someone say, yes, thank you, Jesus. See, Hebrews chapter 10, 18 says this. And when sins are forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. Speaking of the, of the son. Colossians chapter 1, 19 to 22 says this. For God in his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by the means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you. Somebody type in me. Come on. You were once far away from God. It says you, come on, somebody type in me. He's talking to you right now. See, this, this is God right here speaking to us. He says, you were far away from God. You were his enemies. You were separated by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now you have been reconciled. Uh, come on, now he has reconciled you, come on again, uh, to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he brought you, come on, into his own presence, and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Hallelujah. Come on. Did you hear that, church? Yeah. Come on. Now. It was because Christ, because all of us, all of us, I don't care who you are, we were separated from God. We were enemies of God. We were, come on, we were haters of God. Come on, come on. But then through Christ, he reconciled us back to the Father. He brought us as, uh, as together, amen, calling us holy and blameless. And we stand before God without a single fault. Come on, somebody. That's unbelievable. That's what Christ did for us. Come on, he don't, he don't hold anything back. He doesn't hold anything against you and I. The blood erases it all. Can somebody say yes? Hallelujah. As I close today, remember, his blood brings forgiveness while we were still sinners. Remember the thief on the cross? In Luke chapter 23, 39 to 43, this is the Message Bible. It says, one of the criminals hanging alongside cursed him. Some Messiah you are. Save yourself and save us. But the other man made him shut up. Come on, somebody said, someone type in shut up. <laughs> Have you no fear of God? You're getting the same as him. We deserve this, but he 
did nothing to deserve this. And then he said to Jesus, remember me when I enter, when you enter your, into your kingdom. And Jesus tells him, don't worry, I will. Today, you'll join me in paradise. Come on, hallelujah. One thief, come on, confesses right here, I'm a sinner, saying, we deserve this. He confesses that Jesus is Lord by saying, do you not have any fear for the Lord? And then he asks for forgiveness by saying, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And Jesus says, don't worry, I got you. My blood has paid the price for you, has paid your way in. Come on. Today, you'll be in paradise. Hallelujah. The blood brings life, church, and it declares you and I forgiven. Forgiven, church. Come on, somebody. Come on, someone type in, I've been forgiven. Come on, I've been forgiven. I've been forgiven through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good, church. God is so good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't we all just bow our heads right there where you're at? <coughs> we want to pray today on this Resurrection Victory Sunday. And what I want to do today, I want to pray for those 